Blog Talk Radio. NoMoneyInvolved.com site. Uh, we're at the advanced macking uh, page, uh, and we've you know there's a number of pages to that page, and we're um, working our way through Manual 13 as we have been for these last um, six. Oh, this is the sixth podcast. Um, I'm going to bring on uh, Vanessa Lobo, who hopefully will be able to respond to some of the. Um, the, uh, the principles of uh, Mike Trojan's principles. Um, I'm Mike Trojan, and um, I wrote this uh, manual a long time ago, but it basically got me, uh, I, you know, I did a lot of studying when it came to trying to pick up girls because I just got tired of getting uh, burned, you know, after a while. It's just I got sick of it. So I came up with a bunch of principles about how to um, pick up girls. This is the initial, I think the real starting point is like matching, of course. Of course, you know, you can't really try any of my principles unless you um, first learn how to pick up a girl. So that's what I'm teaching first, although it is manual 13. uh, I only got around to really getting that part down uh, after really forcing myself uh, to, to go out and, and, and study it. Um, I was, uh, like if you go to manual one, that's basically what you would do. Uh, those are principles for people who are already in a relationship and trying to, or who's like just starting relationship. Like once you've had the initial uh, pickup and you're, you know, seeing them now and then, manual one will guide you through that. But this is just the initial pickup, and um, advanced macking is why is is essentially the uh, the manual that deals with that subject matter. Um, while I'm waiting for Vanessa Lobo to call in, I just wanted to um, plug the site, which is NoMoneyInvolved.com. Now there, there's a lot of different podcasts on there, but if you 
um, you'll see that there's Mike Trojan's dating manual, and you can also subscribe to Mike Trojan's dating manual on the uh, um, on iTunes. Um, so just go to nomoneyevolved.com, and uh, there's some other podcasts there. There's Logan, uh, Time Traveler. Um, he has a number of uh, podcasts up there. The only one that I do is this one because this is my main focus, and um, you know I want to help people out there, you know, pick up the women of their dreams. Um, also, men, men, um, women who uh, need some pointers um, can contact me though. I haven't written a manual specifically for women, although a lot of the principles carry over. I think they're essentially the same, but not really, because men and women are really different and when it comes to dating and what's important to them. Um, yeah, I, I think a good guide, if you're a woman listening to this, is uh, I think it's called, uh, I don't know, some guy is like, trying to get girls dates and he's giving them advice. Uh, it's a pretty good show. I forget what it's called. When Vanessa Lobo comes on, I'll ask her because she, she knows about that stuff. Anyway, um, I, you know what I'm saying? I, I think I'm just going to go into the manual and just start um, start uh, reading off uh, from where we left off. I believe we left off um, at the last principle that I read on the last podcast was um, if you're truly hardcore, forget the getting digits. If she finds you at all attractive, she'll do you that day, period. Now, that's probably true. I mean, on some level, like, there is some magical road to um, the, the, you know, I just met her and now I'm going to have sex with her. But it's just like, you know, it's, it, that might be true and that might happen, but I just, I think, I don't think it's really productive to aim for that, unless you're really just trying to, like, um, practice a specific technique or that technique to do that. Otherwise, it's kind of, uh, I don't know, it's risky. You might end up just blowing the whole thing. Um, but at the same time, there's, you know, you really have to take risks or else you will never be cool. Uh, that's that's just a fundamental truth. Um, risks create your coolness uh, and nothing else does. But actually falling on your face, getting humiliated, uh, these things really are character building, and you'll find that people who don't have character are people that never were willing to allow themselves any kind of discomfort, and uh, they're, they're worse off for it, because discomfort is the only thing that makes our lazy mind, you know, come to notice something, and um, that's unfortunate, but it's, it's so true. Um, so let's go right into the next principle uh, that is essentially, okay, don't tell her you like her, but tease her that she likes you. When she touches your leg or something like that while you're talking to her, you should say, can't you stop touching my leg? You know, stuff like that. That's one thing that you can do. It's just basically a joke. You have to be kind of funny if you can. Um, another thing you can do um, when you're actually with, uh, when, when you're macking like some new girl that you just met, um, you basically say to her, you got to ask open questions when you're macking, uh, questions that begin with, do, who, what, why, when, where, how. 
as opposed to closed questions that just get a yes or no response. So you have to understand, like, do you do this? I mean, I guess you have the yes or no questions. <laughs> the point is, is that yes or no questions are kind of lame, you know. Um, so you want to make sure that your questions will lead to something that isn't just a yes or no. That's, I think that's pretty easy. Another technique is to be an active listener. Show interest with words like, um, wow, how interesting, go on. Now, I mean, sometimes it's boring, right, what they're saying. I mean, I don't know if you mind going with a boring girl. Maybe you just want to have sex and it doesn't matter. But, you know, if you can't pretend to be excited, then, you know, you're screwed with a boring girl because she's going to notice after a while that you don't give a shit. So, like, pacing the conversation with feedback is very important. And um, when, when, a girl, when, when you're talking to a girl, you know, pay attention to what she's saying and try to match her state. If she's excited, and get excited with her. Um, so, it, you know, you should be very much like, um, you know, match her state. Like if you come up on a girl and uh, she's kind of like subdued and you're all gung-ho, that level is just going to be, it's going to be off. And it's going to be off-putting. So, you know, you kind of have to gauge what their level of excitement is at that moment. And then you can you can bring them up to a higher level, but you have to start at their level, um, if you know what I mean. Any questions to this, please email me at um, Logan. Uh, this is just the general site, but Logan2024 at Yahoo.com. Thanks. And um, here's Vanessa Lobo. Hello? Hi. Hey, what's up? We, we, started, we started without you, but that's okay. I see. Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know you were starting. Really? You I was know. watching I was watching E Two Hollywood story, so sorry, my bad. Oh yeah. Well that's important. Important of stuff. Course. <laughs> anyway. Well, I'm just working my way through this advanced Mackie and I was explaining to um the millions of listeners. That, of uh, that um, hold on, I'm going to start the chat session. So if you have any questions also, uh, you can just chat session me and I will answer them that way. Um, hold on, let me just make sure I got that right. Yeah. Now, um, what else can I tell you, uh, Vanessa Lobo? We, yes, we've been, we've been uh, dealing with the uh, manual and I, what I was saying was, about that manual is that it's uh, even though it is manual 13 it really ends up being manual 1 because i mean the first thing is the pickup you know you can't you can't like have all the principles in this whole manual like if you go to manual 1 that's about basically being already interacting with a girl right. and she knows she knows you and it's like a courtship situation but like you can't even get to square one, then you you know that that's really not useful to you. Right. So advanced macking is about square one, and so that's why I'm starting with manual thirteen. But I, you know, maybe some people like I think were wondering about that. But anyway, so uh, we we go on. Um, 
I want, I was, I was, one, the next principle I'm going to read is um, the following. When you talk to a girl that attracts you, keep your focus on making the conversation for, fun for you and her. Don't, go, don't become dependent on the sexual outcome. It will mess up your flow. When there is no te- tension and no need, the right way of acting and talking just comes out without effort. The minute macking becomes hard, you know you're doing it wrong. Like when you run out of things to say, just think about sexing her. Get horny and say goddamn everything while you are in that state. You may just induce the state within her. This is deep shit because I anyway, know that's that's the quote. But the the deep shit is essentially that, like, stop making it into a mental puzzle to how, like how I get laid. It never really works that way. But if you're talking about, like, because in the beginning of the quote, you said, don't think about the sexual outcome. Right. Right? And then at the end of the quote, or towards the end of the quote, you were like, just, like, like, and when you're in your horny mode, just say everything that's on your mind. But then when you do that, aren't you then thinking about the sexual outcome? No? Uh, no, no, no. I, it's not that you're, you're just thinking about it as a means of getting horny, but as in, like, that you need it, you know what I'm saying? Right. So it's not your, what you're doing is you're saying, okay, like, you just imagine it, you picture it, and that should help your, um, I don't know, like, just get into that state. It, you shouldn't be trying to, like, then, like, push on it. That, that's, you know, like, if you have an ulterior motive, it's going to be very obvious. And well, so, yeah. And, and, but the thing is, okay, look, you you, uh, you you get into this thing where you're like, this is what happens with guys. They, they'll see a girl, right? And they'll be like, okay, what is what do I need to do? Like, what are the steps that involve getting this girl? You know, and they think of it as some kind of puzzle with a prize at the end of it, which is essentially sex. And what they do is they try to rack their brain. They're like, well, what do I, I say this, I do that, I don't know. And it's like that. all that thinking, basically, you know, you don't even, you, instead of um, getting you there, it actually, like, makes it worse because you just, you know, you, you get out of the sexual state. And so the girl is like, um, who's this weirdo, you know, racking his brain right next to me? You know, like, where, you know, in the natural world, you know, animals basically get into a sexual state and then they somehow transmit it, like, through very subtle cues to the other mate. And so that's that's done essentially by, you know, getting into a sexual state of mind and then just whatever you say is going to ooze that, you know. Mm-hmm. And so then people are going to pick up on it, and then they'll get horny, and then it'll it, it just it, it's easy it's an easier sell, you know. And it's very subtle; it's like it has nothing to do with like the intellect of what do I do. I mean, there is yeah, you have to think about it. Like I, I had to discover it through my intellect, but ultimately, it's a non-intellectual activity. Right. It's like letting your mind stop racing, you know, with this mind, trying to figure out, well, what are the right words or what's a good pickup line and what's this, you know? Everything is like, how, if you say the same sentence, the same pickup line in a sexual state and you say it in a normal state, like, it's a lot different. 
so that's the deal. Like, you just have to make sure that you're, uh, whatever you're saying, that it's in the sexual state. Um, okay? Mm-hmm. All right. So, so uh, the first rule, another, another principle here, is the first rule of macking is to come off like a dominant male that wants sex without saying it out loud. You can't seem like the subservient type. So, like, guys sometimes, like, will wait on a girl, you know, at the beginning. And then, of course, they become assholes later. But, like, the point is, like, in the beginning, they're just, like, hand and foot, you know. Now, that's bound to dissipate over time. Not only that, but, like, you can't, one, you can't keep it up. Two, they don't even like it. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like... They don't like it on, like, an all-the-time basis. Like, don't not ever not do it, you know what I'm saying? Like... Obviously, yeah. Everything is in terms of, it's like, see, what I, what I say, it's like cognac, you know, you don't want, you want a little of it, but not like, you want to be chugging cognac all day, right? I mean, so, well, yeah. it's the same thing with uh, heavy, any kind of heavy emotion, it, like to girl, like, you, you think that a girl would like heavy emotion, like, like, like to talk about love and like, how much I love you and, like, how much you mean to me. They're not all up front, like, not like that. When it starts to become, like, something that you just, it, it's got to be small sips. Because if you start to do it, like, over and over again, like, you keep telling them or you keep writing them, like, um, I remember this one girl, I was, I was so stupid and young, I must have been, like, in the fifth grade or something, but I was like, I kept writing her love letters, you know. After a while, she was, like, bored with me, you know. Right. No, it's true. You know, because you just, like, after, you know, like, did, were you telling me about some somebody in your life that, like, kept kept um, giving you compliments and stuff like that? Like, or what were they doing? Like, they, they kept giving you flowers? What was it? Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, did, did somebody keep... Keep like giving you flowers every day, or what was the deal? Um, high school, I was dating this guy, and he like he. I mean, like, don't get me wrong, he was definitely a sweetheart. Um, but he would, I don't know, it was just like weird. He was just like all over me, twenty four seven. Like he would slip notes in my locker, like for no re- like for no reason, just just to slip notes in my locker, you know, to be like, oh, I was thinking about you, or, oh, I saw you in the hallway. I mean, it's kind of, like, kind of weird. And I totally, like, blew him off all the time. He would come up to me, and I'd be talking to my friends, and he'd talk to me in the hallway, and I'm like, I'm in the middle of a conversation. I'm sure it can wait. Like, I was just completely rude to him, and, you know, but he didn't care, like, at all. And uh, he would send me flowers. I mean, in school, I'm in high school, okay? It's not even, like mailing them to, like, my house or something. Like, bring them to school. Yeah, that's... You know what I'm saying? Like, in class. And uh, for no for no reason. I had teachers that would be like, oh, what is it, your anniversary? Because in the South, you know, everyone's in a relationship. Who doesn't love the high school sweethearts? You know, even the teachers are, are into it. But, um, and I'm like, no, he just got it for no no reason. And nothing happened. And, you know, everyone thought it was cute, but I just thought it was kind of annoying you know <laughs> like gosh and he would paint me pictures like all the time I think every week I had a new picture painted of like a rose with a love poem on it or or something it was it was a bit much but 
And what? Uh, but I mean, it didn't. And you, you, know, you weren't. It didn't help. Like it made things worse for him, right? It didn't help. I mean, don't get me wrong. I did. I did date the guy for a long period of time. Um, you know, like I, I dated him. Yeah, but you didn't. I mean, you were, you were definitely like wore the pants in that relationship. Well, yeah, I pretty much ran it. Uh, yeah, and you were just your like marionette. Pretty much. I mean, he even asked me to marry him, like, in yeah, high I mean, school, right before I was leaving for college, and he was just like, will you marry me? And I was like, no. I mean, it wasn't even just like a discussion. I just said, no, it's like, not happening. He's like, well, I want to be married when I'm 25, and I'm like, well, he would have been 25 way before me, and so I was just like, yeah, no, it's just not happening. So he graduated after you? No, no, no. We were in the same year, but he was older than me. I mean, I'm, oh, right. I'm young for my grade. Right, right. Well, uh, that's interesting. Was, well, I mean, but why didn't you want to marry him? I mean, he did he did everything for you. He loved you. I mean, it was just not fun after a while. I mean, it right, was just exactly. like... That's what I'm trying to say. If I told him to, like, eat my shit, he'd be like, okay, for you, <laughs> anything. And and he was he was Spanish, you know, or Hispanic or whatever, so everything was so, like, passionate and... You know, and, and of course everything had like an accent to it, and and I was, I was just like, oh God, come on, like. But and that's interesting. So it just after a while, you're like, you just couldn't take it. You're just like, this is this is ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's what it I'm was saying. Like it was like it was not even like cool anymore. You know, it was just like I was just imagining my life with him, and like. How lame it would be. Yeah. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, guys think, like, they almost lose themselves whenever they get around girls. Like, it's like you're not even rejecting that guy. You're rejecting how that guy acts around girls. And it's really sad because, like, they're really, actually a lot of them are, like, much cooler than they seem. But they just, like, the way when they get around a girl, they just can't be cool. They don't know how to do it. Um, So one thing is, it's just, not to seem subservient or too subservient. A little bit is okay. Um, if she, here's another principle. If she asks you for a favor, ask her what she will give you in return. Whatever she says, say, that's not good enough. If she asks you what you want, say, I'll need a two-hour body massage, a home-cooked meal, and to be tugged in be- into bed and kissed like mom used to do, and not necessarily in that order. <laughs> what? What? Well, this these are this is about a girl who you don't you you haven't really you know gotten anywhere with, right? And she's asking you for a favor, so you have to be like, you can't just be like, okay, sure, because then you're that go, then you become like her fucking gopher, you know? And like sometimes that can happen, and she can she can actually get turned off by you doing her a favor. It's really weird. Really, I don't I don't know about that. Oh yes. Oh, yeah. No, because a girl wants a guy that she can depend on. And I I would want to, I mean, like, you know, as a female, you want to be able to, like, call up whoever, you know. <laughs> Sorry. And that's okay. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I don't want a guy that's just going to totally bend over backwards for me. But if I'm asking for a legitimate favor, you know, like, I, I please, like, do it, you know. Yeah, but, but you got to play with that. I mean, if you're a guy who's, Who's getting asked to, be, to to do a favor? You you can't just let it. You can't just do it. You have to like get get somewhere with it. You know what I'm saying? 
So you have to be like, okay, well, what are you going to do with me for me in return? And then you have the girls start offering you things, you know, like, oh, I'll do this, I'll do that, and everything goes just be like, not good enough, not good enough. And then when she's like, okay, well, you know, what do you want? And then you just have, like, this list, you know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be the list I said, although that's what I want whenever I oh, do. Oh, God. Wait, can you read your list one more time so that I can, so that I know? Just yeah, so I can for, tell any, people? for any favor... I'll need a two-hour body massage, a home-cooked meal, and to be tucked in the bed and kissed like mom used to do, and not necessarily in that order. <laughs> Although, it's better, that's a good order. Yeah, I, I think that that's the only order it could possibly be. Not really. I mean, what do you want? You want to be tucked into bed and kissed and then given a home-cooked meal like <laughs> in bed? Right. I guess, you know, that might work. No, but the point is, is that, of course, you're not going to ask for sex. You know what I'm saying? And, like, right. you're, cause you just met the girl. Like, you're gonna, she's going to be like, fuck you, you know? Um, so, she, you, so you just say, like, that's what I want, you know? And so you, then she's like, okay, that's fine, you know? And then so basically you have a date. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, but sometimes, like, she'll ask you a favor and you haven't even had gone on a date with her. So, and you like her, you know? It's like, and then you do it and then she's like, thanks. <laughs> so you know what I'm saying it's just you gotta you gotta work it if you can please uh, we're gonna go on to the next one um, okay stop worrying about her response who gives a shit right she's there for you to practice on so go practice she's not trying to shoot you. she's not going to shoot you but then you'll feel like a fool so what Feeling like a fool makes you cooler every time. You can't learn how to be cooler without fucking up now and then. Now, I already just said that in passing, but that's, I mean, before you got on, but that's that's essentially true. Like, you, you, you've you got to be humiliated, you know? I mean, um, it's a good, it's a good thing to happen, you know? It's a, it's a good thing. I mean, that's, a, that's the reason why, like, I always liked professors who were like, real assholes, you know, like, because I like being humiliated, you know, because I thought it was good for me, you know? Yeah. So, uh, not you, though. Well, thank you. Right? (laughs) No. No, but I mean, that's, but see, that's the thing, that's your problem. No, I'm just kidding. Um, But it's essentially everyone's problem uh, that they don't like to be humiliated, you know? Right. Because it's it's so it's so good for you. It's so very very good. Um, let's move on here. Uh, women are best at rejecting first advances. It's a major time saver. Not to mention a great way to get rid of low status men. However, and and do you know what I mean by a low status man? No, you're gonna have to explain that one. Right. A low status man is essentially like what women are, and and I got this, I'm going to give full credit to whoever I got it from. I, it's a, he wrote a book, it's an online book called I Status Male. And he was saying that women, it's like everyone wants to know what women want. And essentially it's very simple. They want a man who's of high status. And she measures status on different levels. It's not just rich. It's not just... Uh, uh, it's charismatic. It's uh, it's not just material. You know, it's not just like oh well, he's in this position. He's a, that you you basically 
have to be an alpha male, which is essentially like a high-status male, uh, a male that sort of like who other males look up to, you know, and like women can sense that, like, it's, and and it's odd that they even, oh, some music just came on real fast, I don't know how that happened. That's but, weird. You know what it is, it's this stupid, sometimes when you're on blog talk radio, like, the pop-up ads there are just, you know, they're really lame. Well, um, they got to make money, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but you just start playing music on your computer, you know. Yeah, like, I, weird. I, anyway, so... So uh, what I'm saying is the high, women are trying to weed out low-status males because they don't even want to deal with them, you know. They're just like, look, you know, I need a high-status male. So their, their initial rejection that they give you when you try to pick them up is essentially the best way to weed out low-status males because low-status males will just get, you know, they'll get pissed and they'll just move on, right? You know, whereas the high status male is essentially like doesn't even care if he gets rejected because that's one quality of a high status male. So it's it, it works out perfect for them. But anyway, let's say women are best at rejecting first advances. It's a major time saver, not to mention a great way to get rid of low status men. However, they are pretty bad at rejecting second and third advances. Why? Well, because most guys go home crying after receiving the first one. Don't be that guy. <laughs> most guys, like, first time they get rejected, like, same girl. is that, That's the test rejection, and I've, I've kind of alluded to it, but it's essentially a way of weeding out the dweebs because most dweebs don't go past the first one because they're just, they don't have any confidence, you know? Right. And, and that's the reason why they're dweebs. So it's like... <laughs> so harsh. It's, it's, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. It sucks. But girl, what are the girls not going to be like, oh, come on, try one more time. And I don't know. It's funny because I've talked to girls, and they've even said that, like, that a lot of guys have hit on them, and they've just been, like, it's just the initial, their initial instincts would be to reject them. But then, like, they were kind of pissed that they did, you know, because they were like, you know, just because I didn't know them, but I thought he was good looking or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. that's never happened. No. Oh, okay. So you. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, it. And maybe they do it also because they uh, they don't want to come off as being like super easy, you know? It's a possibility. Obviously, obviously, that's a huge. That's why you know when you're in front when you're with her, she's with her friends. It's a lot more difficult. Oh yeah, well, that's true. That's true. Because she doesn't want her friends to uh, notice uh, what a slut she is, but. <laughs> She'll be an incredible slut on her own, won't she? Um, <laughs> You're so wrong, man. Go ahead. Continue, please. Okay. Um, anyway, um, what was I going to say? Yes. Oh, so uh, let me go on to the oh, – I lost the page here. Okay. So, uh, no, but, you know what I'm saying, like, have you ever, you've never been hit on by a guy that you thought was, so every time a guy that hits on you that think, that you think is cute or good looking or whatever, then you don't, uh, you always say you always are favorable? No, yeah. well, but I think that the reason why I can't answer the question 100% is that I'm not typically hit on. 
so, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you. Like, I don't remember the last time. I mean, like, besides, like, the sleazy guys in the street that are like, oh, you've got sexy lips, you know. I mean, not, not that shit, but legitimate hitting on. That really doesn't happen to me, I, I must say. And I'm not a bad-looking person. So for all those out no, there who no, are like, oh, she's probably looks like shit. <laughs> No, for the record, um, a lot of a lot of women are very very hot. Oh, as opposed to just like you know, kind of hot. Sort of hot. Get, don't get hit on, and that's another secret that a lot of guys just don't understand. You know, like I guess they just assume that like, dude, she probably gets hit on all the time. Like, why waste my time? But we don't. Okay, <laughs> like yeah, we don't. You know, I don't know if it's an, is it intimidation? Is that what it is? Like. Guys think that they're gonna instantly be rejected, and yeah, and 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 oftentimes like um, there's girls give off this vibe that you know, especially if they're sexually frustrated, and that's where it's like really deceptive. Because right. like girls who are like actually sexually frustrated, like are sometimes like the harshest rejector. And right. I don't I'm know. gonna put you on hold for one second, but keep talking. Yeah, go ahead. No, so, you know, it's just the way it is. It's just that there's there's always a um, girl that gets rejected um, <laughs> that, uh, you know, um, I mean, see, girls who reject. I'm back. Uh, yeah, I'm, like, totally flubbering on this. Um, and, uh, what were we talking about? <laughs> girls. Sorry. We were girls talking about, like, hot girls, yeah, girls that get re- don't even get hit on. Right. Well, that's. I was saying that that actually is rejection to them. Um, you know, a girl who goes and, and spends all this time on their um, looks. You know, girls are very. You know, they they make themselves look pretty, and uh, they go out and they walk around, and nobody hits on them. Like, quite depressing. Yeah. It's it's basically that's why I was saying that hot women are getting rejected all the time. And that's essentially why they are. Um, th- that's essentially why they're uh, they're hot. And it's, oh, it's a, that's interesting. Yeah, it's a self fulfilling prophecy. It's like they're 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 walking around. No one's talking to them. No one's talking to them, and and they're just thinking, God, I must be ugly, and so they make themselves prettier, and it goes on and on and on. And pretty soon, by the time they're like, you know, in their early 20s or whatever they're like we're super hot and like and and you know it's just because they've been getting rejection because for a girl rejection is not getting hit on because girls don't go out and like try to pick up guys you know right and some do but like actually i would you know i think girls should do that but you know a lot of girls just won't you know because they don't think they don't think it's right for them to do that you know right so, so essentially, you know, they're getting rejected all the time, and so they, you know, you you're doing them a favor by hitting on them. You know, you're basically letting them know that they're hot, and uh, and 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 you know, you it's it's part of their, you know, it's good for them, and so they might act like they don't like it, but they actually do like it, even if they don't, even if they're rejecting you, they like it, you know. So, you know, you're not bothering a girl by trying to pick her up. That's that's the point I'm trying to make. Well, you know, that's um actually a 
very good point because the limited amount of time that I have been overtly hit on wherever I am, I mean, uh, it, it is flattering. Like, you do leave, even though you're not, even if you're not even remotely interested in that person, you do leave with a sense of, like, satisfaction, like, oh, you know, like, yeah, you know, yeah. and, and one of the, one of the things that I used to do when I first started doing it, like, and I really didn't have any guts at all, and I, so I didn't want to go any, I didn't want to do anything, but I just would go up to girls that I, if I saw a girl and I thought she was beautiful, I would tell her. That's very sweet. Right, and then I wouldn't, I would keep walking. That's, that's a really sweet thing that you did there. You think? I would have made my night, yeah. Yeah, I just thought that, you know, it was something like I was practicing. I was like, I would look at her, you know, I'd get her, re- like, her reaction to it. And and then I would just kind of move on. And it would just be like kind of spreading positivity, you know. That's, that's really sweet. And, I mean, and also because, you, you know, you're semi-good looking. I mean, you're okay. So to come from an okay-looking guy, it's a definite plus. I don't want to give you a big head over here. Oh, yeah, thanks. But, you know, for guys, looks are, you know, secondary. Like, girls, like I say, girls see the, stat, the high-status man. And the high-status... Oh, the, the trappings of a high-status man is not just clothes or anything. It's, like, how you walk. It's how you, it's how you even say your words. You know, right. it's like, look at... You can tell Obama is a high-status man. Oh, know? Obama is just so chill. Like, you, I fuck Obama. Sorry, Michelle, but I, I would. <laughs> well, the whole point of it is that Obama is a high-status man, so that's why girls find him attractive. Like, you could tell that, like, uh, Bush wasn't a high-status man. Right, right, very true. Very true. Well, at least he probably was amongst his, like, Oh, dreams. no, man, not I mean, even. I mean, did this go to show you that no amount of money that Bush had would make any person that I know want to fuck him. Oh, no, he wasn't a Shut. true, he wasn't a true high-status man, but within his realm of retards, he might have been, like, within, <laughs> so, I mean, everything's relative to, no, you you have a whole bunch of drinking buddies, and you're, like, a okay. high-status man. That can sometimes exalt people to high-status man um, caliber. For that second. <laughs> See, like, For that quick moment. No, because, like, Karl Rove, you know, he fell in love with Bush. But this is, this is all politics. But Karl Rove had a man crush on Bush. Really? And, and because of it, um, Bush was, like, the high-status male with respect to all, like, Karl Rove-type people. And so, like, they liked... Because they thought, like, here's the perfect guy to be the front man for our organized crime organization. But anyway... But that's all, you know, it has to do with Whore Manual because I believe that, I mean, we might as well get into it, that in the 2001 election, the um, the Bush administration was following the Whore Manual and Al Gore was not. Interesting. And I'll tell you why. Because if you read Manual 1, it's all about, you know, when you... It's after the pickup. It's after, you know, you've already broken the ice and maybe you got her number and you've been talking to her on the phone. So that's when Manual 1 starts. In that manual, um, I always talk about how, like, 
you know, less is more. Like if you if you, if the choice is to call her six times or to call her two times, you know, you know the answer. You know, right, right. And the initial, because if you start getting like six calls in a day, or even two, you know, it's like, what do you call me again? You know, right. So so if you start getting all these calls, like essentially, you know, you're gonna turn off the girl. Oh, and that initial, And that initial thing. So. What, did, what happened when Al Gore started being accused of being like a nerd or like uptight, you know? He he went off uh, and started going like um, all these TV appearances, like trying to make himself look hip. And it just like, it just floundered because he just, you know, people just kept making fun of him more because they're just like, I'm trying you know, to make it dude. Yeah, exactly. It's like you should lay back and, like, let people talk all they want. Don't react to what they say, you know? Right. So, so you know, but that's, you know, that that's a way to play it. Now, also, when the election, like, when they were doing the whole voting counting thing after the, the election, every single day Al Gore was on TV. And if you think of, like, the public as a, a woman. That <laughs> Right, like a woman. And, and and Al Gore is the guy that's like calling the woman every day in the morning and be like, you know what? Like, we got to count those votes. And George Bush, like, they had to, like, chase him down to get an interview because he didn't really, he wasn't talking to reporters. Like, he wasn't, they would just, like, put a microphone up to his lip and he'd be like, you know, I want, you know. So, it's like, or whatever he would say. I don't know what he would say. But he said it very few amount of times compared to Al Gore. Right. So that way the public, which is the woman, was, like, already annoyed with Al Gore. They, were, they didn't even know why. They were just like, eh, shut up. You know? Yeah, they were, like, so tired of seeing him. That's what it was. Like, so tired of seeing this dude. Yeah, and they were, they were, you know, waiting to see him. And so it was just like, it's, it, it, they, they were tired of seeing him. So they were like, okay, fine, Bush, you know. And that was right. a big mistake, but it was a seduction. It was a seduction nonetheless, you know, so... So the, 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 it you know, and somebody actually from inside the campaign that I knew that was like working inside the campaign was a manual reader. Really? Don't bullshit. I'm serious, and I'm thinking I, it might have been Carl Rove himself, but I don't know. But uh, <laughs> because I had because it's not just a manual for picking up girls because it's a manual, for example, for getting a job. It's a manual for, like, talking to anybody in life that you want to get something from. Right. You don't want to be, like, hounding the fucking person. You know what I'm saying? Right. And you, and you want to be subtle with it, and you want to ask, but you don't want to be, like, hounding or, like, you know, get their, for them to get the feeling that you're, like, crowding them, you know? Right. So that's, that's just all that. And so essentially it's the same, you know, the same principles do apply. Anyway, let's go back to the. Um, I think I um, like lost the page here, but I'm, let me make sure I didn't. Yeah. What are you doing? Are you doing dishes? Um, uh, sorta. Oh, because uh, you know, like I, I've never, I've never known Vanessa Lobo in all her years <laughs> to ever do a dish. I wasn't really doing dishes. I was just washing something off of something. <laughs> oh, shit. 
You spilled? I what? Did you spill something? No, no, no. I just had like clean pots that were on the stove, but um, they were like wet when they and they were like sitting in each other. So one of them kind of got like you know like a rim from the other one. So I was just scrubbing that off. I don't do dishes. <laughs> That's why they have dishwashers and other people that do your dishes for you. Yeah, so guys, it's good to be a dishwasher. It is. A girl will keep you around just for that. Oh, my God, you have no idea. (laughs) I would. I I do. (laughs) I keep guys around just for washing my dishes. Wash my dishes one night, dude. You're in. Yeah, so, like, domestic work. Like, girls are, like, uh, you know, this is just new stuff off the top of my head, but I'm thinking. No, but it's totally new age, dude, because, like, fuck the day, the Susie homemaker. Like, in all honesty, if if you live in New York especially, I don't really know. The South a little different because I did grow up in the South too. But girls in in the North, particularly in New York City, are they're just as much as bachelors as a guy is. So their fridge is just as empty as any bachelor guy's and his, like, bachelor pad. I mean, like, you know, it, it is the way it is. So if a guy comes over and does a little domestic stuff that's typically associated with, like, females, I mean, it's about a thousand, like, pluses in your court for that one. Like, I mean, right. it just is the way it is. You know, times are changing. I'm not a city yeah. homemaker. So don't expect me to be. And don't expect the girl you're with to be either. So. Right, right. Okay, well, like, let's, let's, I think that is a great, that's, you know, throw that on. I mean, but of course, not too subservient and still be the, uh, because then, yeah. It, yeah. then it needs more, you know. Because if you're the kind of guy who's like, you know, you're in your circle of friends, like, your girl sense, like, if you're the kind of dominant guy where everyone, other guys look up to, that's essentially what they're looking for in a guy. Right. So, and I don't know how to become that guy except to just, like, follow the no money involved site because uh, Mike Trojan, my friend, has reached that status now, high status. Anyway, no, I'm, just, I, I'm just blowing my own thing here. But, uh, You're sucking but, your own cock over there? Yeah, I'm, I'm sucking my own cock. <laughs> I'm flexible. And Manual 4 deals with that. And that really makes you self-sufficient. No, actually, there is no manual for actually at this time. So, but if there, were, if there were, if there were, <laughs> what did you say? You're just k-fabing right now. There's a lot of manual for. I was totally k-fabing the manual for. Yeah, there's, there's, there really is uh, no no uh, manual for. But uh, if you have any questions, you can, uh, uh, you know. Send it into the chat room and, you know. I'll or try this to... new email address that I heard you spouting off. You do that like a thousand email addresses. No, the, well, no, Logan set one up for me at Logan2024, but that's his. I mean, I'm Mike Trojan. I, I, I check it sometimes, but just for these kind of questions for this site. But anyway, uh, yeah, Logan certainly, he's, uh, you know, but there's many versions of Logan, so it makes sense. Um, Let's move on here because oh, I just also wanted to say you know, I'll, I'll say that later. Let's let's move on to the uh, next um, principle that we have here. Um, women on the whole select men, not vice versa. How do you know when you've been selected? She's looking at you directly. How do you notice? Well, first off, 
stop staring at every woman and her ass that is in your vicinity. Look straight ahead, breathe, and do your thing, i.e. things you like to do when you're alone. If she wants you, she will make you notice her. If you like what you see, talk to her. So essentially what's happening, what happens, women are so perceptive, they're so quick. Like if if they're attracted to a guy, it's like they're on their game. Like they'll come over to the guy, They'll, like, get in his line of vision, you know what I'm saying? If they're oh, not... totally, totally. They're totally posture. Yeah, they'll, like, bend over in front of them, you know. They do all these things. Uh, laughing a little too loudly. Yeah. It, it, totally, like, to get them to look over. All these little subtle things. But if you, if you walk into a room and the first thing you do is look at every girl and their ass, which is yeah, what, and you're totally like, no girl's going to talk to you at that point. Which is what most guys do. You're a whore. What What do you mean, you're a whore? That's what a girl would think. Like, you're a total man whore, and there's no point in me talking to you, because even if I do, like, you're probably going to then talk to the next girl you see when I leave. So it's just like, why bother? That's, yeah. And, and, and you know, it's like, uh, also because, like, it's just, girls will, like, not, like, the initial, like, girls respond so quickly, right? So the first thing they see is you staring at them, and it's over at that point. Because when a girl, what guys don't understand about girls is that for us guys to get validated, at least initially, when we're, like, first starting out, when we're younger and we really haven't had much experience, or even in general, like, people who don't know how to pick up women, like, they need to be validated by sex, guys. So a guy has to have sex, you know? Uh, a girl just has to be, like, stared at. And she's, that, that, that's, to her, that's equivalent in, in points. If she gets stared at in a certain way by a certain Yeah, not guy, like, like, like your, I don't know, like, goo-goo eyes over her, like, oh, my God, it's so hot. No, not. No, but if, if a guy, look, if a guy that you think is attractive stares at you in a certain way, you've gotten all the validation you'll ever need. Yeah. And you don't need to have sex with that guy. Because, like, but whereas a guy in the same exact situation, in order to get the same validation that you would get, would have to sleep with a girl. And so that's the difference between men and women. Women, like, they understand when they could have gotten laid, and so it's enough for them. They're like, oh, we could have totally fucked me and that guy. He was totally staring at me. You know, it's over. And the girl can feel like she's beautiful and, you know, whatever. But a guy, he's not going to take that and, like, feel real great about that. I mean, you do after a while, like, when you start to get really good at it and you start to notice shit, you'll start to get that same ability. But but initially, guys, like, you know, the proof is in the pudding. Like, she wants me, she'll fuck me. But, like, otherwise, she didn't want me, you know? Oh, God. That's how guys are, you know? They're just very much, like, concrete about it. They, they want actual proof. Right. Whereas girls will be like, oh, man, like, all these guys were, like, these good-looking guys were giving me Looks. <laughs> now, now the thing is, it might it, it might be the case though. It's, I noticed there was this one really hot girl that I knew that 
used to do the same thing except she would do it the other way. Like she would she would walk into any room and like stare at any guy that was kind of hot. Really, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, and so what what happened was like those guys would fucking like get a vibe from her. And then they would be, like, kind of intimidated because it's like, I can't believe this hot girl stared at me. And they don't know what to do. And so it's like they get all off-put. And, like, so I don't know. Maybe you're doing that. You know, I'm trying to think of, like, why you're – or do you get looks? Who, me? Some guys? Yeah. Um, I mean, like, yeah, on the train and stuff. No, like I'll get, you know, you get you get glances that could go one way or the other, you know, and uh, I don't know. I'm not one to maintain eye contact with the guys, so I didn't tell you. I see, I see. Well, uh, uh, you, no, but I mean, like when you, when, uh, the point of what I'm trying to ask is like this girl basically, and I actually uh, told her, you know, I was like. I actually noticed it, you know, and uh, I told her, I was like, listen, uh, just next time you, like, go into any room, she's like, because she used to say the same thing. She'd be like, guys never hit on me, and I was like, well, when you walk around, do you, like, look at guys, you know, but you don't, you don't really look at guys, so I don't I don't think that's no. what you do. but, um, but she did, and so I was like, don't look at them anymore, and then, like, she started, she stopped looking at them, and then she yeah, you know, all the time. So, but, you know. That's, that doesn't help me. <laughs> not like you want to get want, it on. Yeah. What? I don't want to get uh, it on. Yeah, it's not like you want to, but the point is, because you're in a, you're like in a committed relationship with Logan, I think. Or that's I'm in a committed relationship with a lesbian. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> no, I don't know. I am in a committed relationship with, with, uh, uh, no, no, but it's, it's Logan. It's like a different Logan than the one you do Hating It Magazine with, I think, because there's a lot of different versions of Logan. But, exactly. uh, but, but regardless, I am in a committed relationship. That is the point of the whole point of the conversation. So I'm not looking to get to, to hit on anyone, but, you know, I can give my my tidbits on, on things. But I have to say, my when I was in the, like, the dating stage, or, or I don't even know what it was, um, my strategy, and it wasn't to get, I wasn't looking to get laid. I was looking for attention. I would be with my girlfriend. We'd be at a bar, and I mean, I, you would always see like a, a group of like obviously college guys or you know or in their early twenties or whatever, like drinking, taking shots. And I just walk up in the middle of the group, and I just be like, "One of you guys want to buy me a shot? I'm way too hot not to have a shot in my hand right now." And instantly, I've got guys buying me shots. Like, it was just the weirdest thing. But, it, I mean, you know, oh, that that's was hard. That's... my technique. <laughs> like, that's so, good. That's a good one. It worked every single time, you know. It was just like somebody was buying me a shot. It had to be a shot. It wasn't just like, oh, someone's going to buy me a Cosmo, you know, like or some girly drink. It was like, I'm going to be hardcore. I could be hardcore, you know. Now, see, if if that were me there, like, what my response to you would be, well, like, what are you going to do for me? I'd be like, I'd stand here. <laughs> That'd be my response back to you. I'm standing and I would be, here. And I'd say, not good enough. Dude, that, that's great. Like, that, we would start up a conversation, and I would I would love it, because I'd probably start laughing, 
at it because it's like a competition almost to see who can come up with something like more funny or you know like hardcore. Right. So that's, that's how you start the uh, the thing going. So essentially, that's that's what I'm saying. Um, but anyway, what, my point of this last uh, thing was essentially that you know how do you know when you've uh, been selected? You know, basically she she looks at you. So you you're you know a lot of guys go in and they're like you know who am I going to go after here? They're like hunters, you know. And, like, you just realize, actually, girls are the ones that are hunters. Like, we're the prey. Guys are the prey. <laughs> like, I wish that, I had a devious laugh for that moment, because that, that deserves, like, a devious witch laugh. But I couldn't <laughs> do it. Okay, well, we're about to go to off the air, but we're going to go a little bit longer um, on the podcast. But I just wanted to uh, let everyone know that's listening live that they can get this um, on iTunes, go to nomoneyinvolved.com and there is the link there. Um, I am uh, um, Mike Trojan, and I am speaking to Vanessa Lobo, and uh, we're uh, we'll be here probably um, on a regular basis on um, I believe Monday night would be probably when we'd be doing it on a regular basis, Monday night around 11 um, Eastern. Uh, so uh, if you have any questions, you can email me at Logan's address at Logan2024 at yahoo.com. I'm sorry. You know, why am I giving out Logan's It's whoremanual at yahoo.com. I, you know, that's my, it's like I forgot who I was. But anyway. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Have about, you? We have about 15 seconds left on the live podcast. There are some listeners, so you have any last parting words? We have listeners? Yeah. <laughs> That's your last parting word because it's over. But anyway. Um, <laughs> Wait a second. We have listeners, like for real? Yeah. How do you know? We had a couple, like, on the, in the chat room. Oh, wow. But anyway, let's let's move on to. Uh, she like so shocked. But anyway, I, I'm, I am. I'm happy. Oh, okay. Well, you know, uh, some people need this this advice. So, uh, but there are also a lot of people downloading the podcast. So, so let's. Wow, man! People need to be laid. I'm a proponent of getting laid. Like I honestly, sorry, mom, <laughs> but I am. It's it's so important. Like sex. Healthy sex, not fucking rape, not, you know, right. healthy sex. is Prostitution, I think, is that's okay. That's, you know, what you got to do. But, but sex is, is a good thing. <laughs> let's move on to the few final principles before we sign off here. Um, I, okay, come up with a definite set of internal criteria that you need a woman to have for you to be fully attracted and then ask her questions to find out if she has them. A few are a nice voice. I guess you don't have to ask questions, but I guess you could just to hear their nice voice. Uh, good diction. Parents are educated. Manages to have a good time wherever she goes. This is very important because there's nothing worse than a high-maintenance bitch. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm just kidding. Sorry. Um, but it's true. Uh, gymnast. That's important. 
Is he uh, a gymnast? Well, or or a dancer, you know, something of of that nature. Um, you gotta add, are you flexible? Like that's pretty much what you're asking here. Has a lot of girlfriends. Very important. Otherwise, she'll never want to leave your side, and you'll grow to hate her. Wow, that's that's a good one. She doesn't have to have a lot of girlfriends, though. But she does have to have a active social life. Yeah, has a career goal. Okay. Uh, is, is well off. Likes well talk- off. Well, whatever. You know, I mean, not like a fucking hood rat. Likes talking about aliens. <laughs> Wait, does she have, have to like talking about aliens, or does she have to be okay maintaining a conversation about aliens? No, like, she has to like it, okay? Oh, God. Um, she gets jokes. You know, not she's like, what? I didn't get it. You know. I think girls put that on, though. Well, okay, but when they're not putting it on, when they actually don't get it because they're stupid, that's not good. Okay, so, and she likes to joke around, like girls who like to joke around. I remember, I was like, is there one thing that, like, you would you don't, you don't like about me? And she's like, well, I guess you, you joke too much. And I was like, fuck you, and I joke too much, you know? Why who said that to you? Some girl, you know, she was like, you joke too much. Um... But anyway, whatever, you know. I, <laughs> what were you doing? Sometimes I, I, you gotta I, I, be an I, asshole, though. But I mean, I was just—I guess I was just constantly making jokes, like some kind of ridiculous comedian. You know, maybe I was trying to entertain her too much. You know, that's possible. You can do that. You don't want to become like her fucking uh, entertainer. You know, where you're constantly being like trying to cheer her up. But that's—that's that's really where I—I I, I like girls. I don't like girls who manage. Some girls can manage to have a good time anywhere they go, but, like, some girls are just, like, please me, you know? I'm, this is boring, you know? Those kind of girls are soft. <laughs> you really want to, like, avoid them. And so, like, if you'll start to notice it right away, like, on the first night, like, what kind of what kind of they are. What kind of chick you're dealing with? Yeah, if she's like if she get if she like complains that she's bored, then fuck her. But maybe she's bored because she doesn't like you. I don't know. So I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so either way, fuck her. <laughs> not literally, but like figuratively, fuck her. <laughs> yeah, like not literally. I mean, just like fuck her. You know, not fuck her, but yeah, fuck I, I got, her. <laughs> got it. But anyway, if you sense her becoming nervous when you try sharing your energy, take two steps back or just lean back and give her some physical space. So now sometimes when you go in on that initial approach, you're a little too close. And so you see her get nervous, and so you just give the space, you know. Take a couple steps back. Like she'll feel like you just opened up some shit, and she'll be more, you know, okay to talk to you, you know. Hmm. Unless you're a total sleaze bag, and then she'll just run away. Um, the way you walk is key. Cultivate a confident strut. Keep your head up. Keep a subtle smile on your face. Stick your chest out a bit and breathe deeply. Now, I have a whole manual on just breathing because it's very important. Uh, the only thing you're here to do is breathe. Um, that's your mission. You're supposed to do all the things you're doing and breathe also. And and but if you if you had to only do one thing, of course it's breathing. So 
a lot of people don't breathe. They just sort of like take in as much oxygen as they might need in in each moment, and it's it's not a full breath, and um, it's it, it it leads to a slow death, and it also leads to bad reality and bad bad thought and bad brain. So, take in a lot of oxygen. Walk walk around. Stick your chest out. Keep your subtle subtle smile on your face. They'll stick your chest out like crazy, okay? But like, you know, don't don't suck it in. Um, here's another one. Uh, don't be so concerned about what to say. In human communication, most of the relevant information is being relayed by voice tone. About 38%. That's my numbers. I've calculated that. And body language, about 55%. Women are t- detecting your alpha-ness and the kind of energy you're emitting, nervous or calm, way before they've processed what you actually say or what you actually do. That accounts for only about 8%. The messages they get from the former, the kind of energy you're emitting, will determine how they interpret the latter, what you are saying. So what you are saying will mean different things according to your voice tone and body language. So you could say exactly the same sentence, and I think I've alluded to that, you can say exactly the same sentence, but in different voice tones or body language. So I'll, I'll give an example. Um, let's just say I say to you, hey, uh, what, what do you have planned for tonight, okay? And I go, hey, Charisma, what do you have planned tonight? <laughs> some good plan tonight? Going out tonight? And okay, so I say that, and then I like do it normal, okay? Like I should do it, okay? So, like, hey, so uh, what you what you got planned tonight? You going out? Okay, like towards the end of the second one, that was cool. But like in the very beginning, you sounded like some cheese bag trying to pick me up an alley. <laughs> I wait when. It went, like, the very, like, first words in, like, in the second version. They were, like, a little... A little sweet? Yeah. What, what, what did I say? Hey, baby. Is this what it sounds like? Oh, I shouldn't say hey, yeah. Hey. Hey, baby. Yeah, no. <laughs> so do it again. No. That's just enough. I think... Why? <laughs> okay, I'll say something different. Um, okay. um, I'll say I I just got this movie and like I you know you want to watch it okay so something like that right so okay. I like um, hey I just got this movie <laughs> want to watch it no to... no okay. no why. <laughs> Okay, so now I'm going to do it the other way, okay? Normal. The right way way is, yeah, I just got this movie. Uh, Would you like to watch it? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I can't do it now, but I mean, you know what I'm saying. I know what you mean. I do know what you're saying, yes. Okay, you just have to, you see the difference. Like, I just said it normal the last time. So it was like, whatever. It's like, but a lot of guys, like, they just, they don't pay attention. Pay attention to how nasal your voice is. Now, when I listen to this podcast sometimes, I'm like, damn, man, 
My voice. I sound like a white guy. <laughs> yeah, I sound like a like a nasal white guy, you know. Oh man. So what, you think I sound like a white guy? No, not all the time. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. No, I don't think so. I'm just saying like that's like the nasal voice of white dudes. I'm like, hey, I'm white. Like for some reason <laughs> for some reason people who are white like don't mind that they sound like this. It's and so ugly. It's so just ew. I just think that everybody should be really should just speak with this kind of voice. You know, it's just like look it sounds like a whiny baby. Like <laughs> yeah. what does that sound like? And and I don't understand, you know, how it gets that way, but some guys just don't notice how nasal their voice is. So record your voice, listen to it, and you'll determine, try to get the nasal out. The way you get the nasal out is Uh-oh. by speaking. <laughs> no, but try to speak with a lot of oxygen in your I don't know. I really don't know how it's done, but just try to do it by sound, you know. Just do not be saying things, you know, without that with that nasal voice. Okay? All right, good. Um, when first talking, here's another, this is the last principle we're going to read today. Wait. No, we have three more, okay? How many more? Three. Oh, okay. When first talking, it's best to say what's on your mind. Really try to cultivate this kind of brutal honesty while remaining cooler than James Bond. James Bond. My name is Bond. This is the only way you won't run out of things to say. Just read your mind to her, no matter what it's saying. If you say the wrong thing, your calm demeanor will only turn it to your advantage. Actually, what you are trying to do is mix audacity with smoothness up to but right before the very breaking point. Why? Because anything less is predictable and boring to both you and her. So if you notice in an interaction with a girl that you're getting bored, then you know damn well she's getting bored. Um, Also, like what you're trying to do in conversation is is say something that is, you know, clever or whatever. And a lot of guys are just like, well, you know, I can't think of anything to say. And and when I'm like, well, isn't there something on your mind? You know, is, is there something that's like actually, like I've actually, at one time, when, when I really understood this is when I like actually, I was standing next to a girl and I was trying to think of, like, anything I could possibly say, and I couldn't think of one thing. And finally I said to her, I was like, you know, I can't think of one thing to say to you. So, and that ended up starting a conversation. So, you know, just whatever's on your mind, you know. Um, okay, next one. Are you breathing while you are thinking, or are you just thinking? All thinking must occur with full consciousness of one's breathing. Set the vibrate alarm on your cell phone. Keep pressing snooze. Each time it goes off, reestablish your breath so that it is proceeding in a deep, in deep swimmer-like cycles. Do not force it or assume some kind of artificial breathing pattern. Just make sure your breathing doesn't become shallow or stilted. 
You should be eating and digesting your air. Do the OM out loud as often as you can get away with it. For example, while you are vacuuming in the rain, I mean, yeah, in the rain, uh, on the train, sometimes when you're on the train, you can do the OM because it's so, mm, yeah, it's yeah. so loud. Like you'd be going through a tunnel, you'd be like, uh, like you should do that. Anytime you can get away with it. Or in the car when you're by yourself, you can do it. Uh, oxygen will both magnetize... Or a deaf person. <laughs> yes, if you're around a person, too, you can do that. Um, what? And then around a deaf person. Do you not hear that? A deaf person. <laughs> Get it. Okay. Um, oxygen will both magnetize you sexually and keep you... Voted, keep you young. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I was laughing at me, and like I'm like you're like yeah, you can do it in the car by yourself. And I'm like or with a deaf person, and then you're like yeah, with a person. And I was like, no, that's not what I said. A deaf person. And you were just kind of like what? Oh, well, and I was like, forget it. And then you're I like think... yeah, like yeah, let's forget it. Like <laughs> no, because. <laughs> I, I didn't understand what you're saying because I did I did say deaf person but oh <laughs> it like it blanked out there for a second maybe and you didn't hear that so it was like you were uh, just like you're funny you know I'm just like forget it and you're like yeah <laughs> okay I'm sorry can you reread that that's the ultimate whore move see by me saying yeah that's like that's a good thing to cultivate with girls when they say forget it. Like, be like, yeah, okay, fine. Don't be like, oh, what? No, tell me no. You know, it's gay. Okay. <laughs> so now you had to reread the first and I didn't hear it. It was laughing. Okay, no, I'm just saying, do the all out loud as often as you can get away with it, for example, while you're vacuuming in the rain on the train or in the oh, no, car. No, 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 I got that one. It's something about sex. Yeah, oxygen will both magnetize you sexually and keep you young. Oxygen gives you the power to transform your fantasies into realities. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. The more oxygen you take in, the more you will be able to command your reality. And I don't know how this works. I don't know why it works, but it does. And uh, the, the only way that you can really be sure that you're breathing properly is to do the thing with the cell phone. And right. put it on, put it on vibrate. Keep pressing snooze. But for how many minutes? Like how long? For the whole day. But I know, but I mean, how many? And what intervals? Like. It's just. I mean, once you set you your set an alarm. Oh, I guess that's right. Every time you hit snooze. It's but like, for example, I have snooze on my phone, but I can like snooze for five minutes. I can snooze for ten minutes. Like. Yeah. Well, you have to determine when. Like, if just set it for five. Actually, that's great. Uh, that's a good feature. I might, that's a good another reason to get the BlackBerry because what you do is you do it for five minutes, every five minutes, and pretty soon you'll notice that you're breathing the whole time between with it between the two five minutes, and so you'll you'll be able to extend it. Can you extend it more to like six minutes or? Whatever. I don't know. That's interesting. I have to. I've never tried to see if I can extend, like, personally add my own, like, snooze. Well, even if you even if you only jump by five, that's fine. I mean, you you might notice that 
You'll notice. You'll be so amazed. I mean, for me, my snooze goes off every, like, seven minutes. So I end up, like, but I never remember. I Like, in the sense that I've, I've never made it to seven minutes breathing full breath. I've always, like, gotten off track and forgotten that I was supposed to even be breathing until I got the, the snooze alarm again, and then I was like, okay, I reestablished it. And I, I would imagine that if you could, after a while, get to the point where you were getting to the next snooze, uh, getting to the next alarm um, and breathing the whole time, then you could extend it, and eventually you could only have it, you know, way down the road, it would only be like twice a day. Right. You would, have the, you would have your phone alarm on and it would essentially just be there for you to reestablish your breathing because that's essentially where we get into all our problems is that our breathing becomes stilted and, and it, it, you know, that's when you, your imagination, your negative imagination becomes very prevalent in your mind is when you start, start like when you're not breathing. And so, like, you, nothing goes good for you. Everything is just like, you know, you're, you're encased within your thoughts and your thoughts are thinking bad things. And that's just low oxygen. That's just your brain. That's the thought manifestation of your brain not getting the proper oxygen. So, right. So everything is, like, e- much easier if you're just breathing, you know. But most people have, like, forgotten that they need to breathe and that they need to reestablish their breathing. And their breathing has to be automatic, but automatic in the right way. So you don't want to be, like, breathing, like, um, intentionally at every moment because then your mind... But you could, actually. I think on some level, like, you should be able to do that. Like, concentrate on your breathing and do something else. Uh, but but essentially, like it's even when you're not concentrating on your breathing, your breathing should be going at full, you know, capacity, right? And not forced, but definitely bringing in as much oxygen as it can, and and letting out uh, as much as you can. A lot of people like they because of their posture, they're cutting off like even like one part of their lungs from all the air that's coming in. So if they're like hunched over, for example. A lot of people are only breathing with the top half of their lungs, and like it, you would you would have to get them in like some kind of like a back brace or something to get them to breathe normally. That's why it's important to have your head up a little bit uh, when you're walking around because you do breathe better, and also um, your posture is better, and so that helps with with that. Um, so, anyways, oxygen is very important, and so breathe. Uh, the last thing that I'm going to uh, talk about here is, um, oh, the things to talk about that will tell you something about her as well as discover a connection are, okay, one, relationships. Obviously, if you talk about relationships, you'll know what her deal is with relationships. But then um, if you start talking about relationships, you enter into the realm of her, like, talking about her ex-boyfriend, good or bad, and then that's just, like, weird. Right. Well, that might be bad, but one thing not to do as a as a guy is to tell of your failures with women. Um, unless, you know, you've already, I mean, this is something like you can do when you've already been with her, but you don't want to be presenting it like first, you know, as right. a thing right. about like, oh, because you start talking about essentially like, 
Don't downplay yourself. <laughs> like, no, but it's, it's not even downplaying yourself. You're, yeah, you talk about yourself and, like, how things didn't work out, and basically it, you're going to paint a bad picture of yourself, you right. know? So you don't want to talk, like, about relationship problems. But, I mean, the subject of relationships is probably good, but you don't want to be like, yeah, well, this didn't work out, and this didn't work out, and this didn't work out. You don't also be- don't want to be like, yeah, I was with this amazing girl, and blah, blah, blah. Okay, hello. Yeah, right. You just want to be, you just want to, you can talk about it in very general terms. Uh, uh, But you can talk about other people, you know, that sometimes will get you a connection with a girl, you know. Like sometimes I've had a whole, like, thing just on me and this girl making fun of everybody else, you know, saying, like, that's, that's the best way to talk to a girl sometimes. Like, it sucks because it's judging. And, I mean, I just did a whole, like, hour-long podcast on how you shouldn't judge, but, you know, when you're with somebody and you're trying to build a connection, like, it's okay to play the game of judging, you know what I mean? Because it's kind of funny, you know? So when, right? Yeah, people watching. Right, and, and like, saying, like, damn, look what they're wearing, or look what that, or, like, what the fuck is that person's problem? I mean, sometimes if you don't know anybody, if you don't know somebody, like, that's all you can talk about because you don't know them. You know? Right, right. And so like, you can just sit there and just diss everybody around you. Yeah, like, you got to be, like, suave with it. You can't just be, like, all mean with it because then she'll be like, okay, this dude has got some, like, real issues. I always, I find that, like, a great way to do it is just to start being, like, if you see someone wearing, like, a horrendous outfit, just turn to the girl and be like, I'm going to get you that in pink. Or, like, or some, like, ridiculous color, you know? And then it's just, like a, like, a laugh. Like, you're not being, like, really mean it's being funny, you know. I, yeah, right. You have to make a joke about it. That you, you're not just like criticizing and right, for the sake right. of criticizing. You're actually like making it somewhat funny. Right. So that's important. Yeah. Um, I don't know what I, I wrote here. Like societal programming. I don't know. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> like that's a little heavy of a subject. Yeah. What were you thinking? <laughs> I just thought I had a conversation like, with you about societal programming. <laughs> no, but I mean. I, Dude, I think it's interesting. I think girls are into that shit, like, because they're all about how, like, you know, women, women, women are societal, um, societally, or people are societally programmed about women, or I don't know. I think societal programming is. Uh, I can't even say it, but I, <laughs> I think it's like a. a I think it's a subject that women like to talk about, but I mean, um, whatever. Okay, uh, next one is commonalities. Um, I guess, you know, me too, yeah, me too, this and that. I think you can build a lot of rapport by having the same sort of, but you don't want to lie, you know. Right. You don't want to be like, yeah, oh, I told, I love Michael Bolton, you know, like, you know, you don't want to say that. But like, <laughs> you know, oh, John Mayer is awesome. He's such a great guitar player too, yeah. So... <laughs> Yeah, that's another, a lot of guys, like, they're so into women that they, like, start talking like women, and then those guys start sounding gay. It's really weird. And it's like, they, I really love women, actually. Like, I'm really, like, I love touching them. I love women. But you're like, but you sound gay. And, <laughs> and it's because they, like, love women so much that they even, like, mimic them. And so they sound gay themselves. And I know a lot of straight guys who talk totally gay. 
Oh, God. Or like they sound gay, but it, I don't know how that works. But uh, so commonalities, uh, college, school, you know, talk about college, talk about school, talk about what they study. Talk about, you know, you want to be an interviewer again, but like everything is a prelude to some kind of joke because you're not sitting there like, oh, um, and, you know, what did you find most fascinating about your thesis? You know, like, come on, you know. <laughs> like when you start getting really, like, serious. Then you can never break the ice, you know. At past, it was, if the conversation is all about like science and like concepts, and you know, and you don't make right. any, you know, forget it. Um, talking about movies, talking about music, uh, talking about life in a general sense. Never seriously, though. I wrote that. Uh, uh, how she envisions or I envision the future, you know. Like, what do you think is going to be in the future? You know, like, how do you envision it? You know. Um, oh, I I wrote here ex boyfriend or girlfriend, but I guess oh maybe. god yeah. I I think if you could say something funny, maybe it might work. You know. I mean, uh, I just feel like it's way too. Like you got to know how to play it. So I I wouldn't suggest that to like a first, like a starter. You know what I'm saying? Like a beginner. Just right, because right. it just seems it's just like a touchy thing because either like. You know, I think that, I don't remember if we were talking about this, like, at a whole other time, not on a podcast, but, like, if you start, if she says something negative about the guy, and then you agree with her, even though you don't know the person, or, you know, like, if she, she starts telling you a story about the guy, and, like, how much of an asshole he was, and then you agree with her, like, oh, my God, what he was, he was such a tool, she might turn around and be like, yeah, well, he wasn't always like that, you know, or, and then, you know what I'm saying, like, it just... Well, that's why you should always, I mean, but that's one of the principles of, of Manual 1, that's like always praise the other guy. Yeah, well, when she's telling you how much of an asshole he was, you no, what you're going to say? Oh, my God. Well, the best thing to do in that situation is to defend him. Um, she'll be like, shoot, because most guys will do the opposite. They'll be like, oh, yeah, he's a dick. Forget about him. Me now. You want me now, you know? And... And 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 the best thing to do is be like, no, no, actually, I'm, I'm sure he meant this, and like make it sound so much. Try to like, you know, basically encourage her to like make up with her ex boyfriend. <laughs> but it'll throw her off because she'll be like, what, what? Why do you give a shit about this guy? You know, like what? what why? Because then she'll be like, well, I thought you liked me. You know, why are you trying to push me off my? <laughs> you know? It's 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 hey man. This is why this is called. Advanced macking, but uh, we're we're really running out of time because I have to run to another. Um, uh, I'm, I'm going to a, a convention of whores uh, that maybe one day you'll attend. Uh, not maybe. you, but Vanessa Loba has already graduated from this realm of whore. I've got I've got my degree. It's on my wall yeah. in Latin. She's a true whorian, but uh, uh, this last oh. One last topic that you might want to discuss is um, what, what I like to call, quote, uh, us against the world, end quote, our world, you know. Um, can she see how it's you two against the world, you know? Is that is that something that you can kind of foster, you know, in that initial conversation? Um, can she take on a ridiculous cause for you, Um I don't know why I wrote that, but... I, I don't know why you wrote that either. <laughs> I think it's just like, 
you know, can she take on a ridiculous cause for you? An example would be, you know, I wish, um, God, I can't imagine how, what it would be. It would be something really stupid that, like, you would, you want, uh, like, to know about people that, like, it's really not a big deal to ask them, you know, but, like, you're just shy to ask. And you're like, she was like, well, I'll ask. I don't know. You know, basically it's like, can you get her to do something that, uh, to help you out? And, and it's like ridiculous. But I'll try to, I'll try to flush that out. I'll try to flush that out, uh, in the next podcast because, uh, I'm really running out of time here. So I just want to thank, uh, Vanessa Lobo for hanging out here at the show and uh, please uh, join us again Monday night uh, 11 to uh, 12 uh, Eastern Standard Time and uh, also on iTunes um, just type in no money involved any last parting words um, no okay so long everybody Bye.